Me? You have the floor. Hello, and welcome to the First Issue Club Podcast, your number one podcast for covering first issues weekly. You read them, we review them. In the club today, we have Mike D. Hi. (laughs) Greg. Hi. And me, Budget King. Come here every week to get your best news, the best comic info, and the best comic book podcast experience you can in the earth, on the earth. I think ragweed has helped your baritone in your voice. That was a sultry intro. Oh, did you like it? Yeah. yeah. So, Budget King sounds different. That's me. Because my nose is stopped up with snot and has been for the last three months or three weeks, maybe. I don't know. So, for someone who has never really suffered from allergies, I really don't know your pain. But Caitlin suffers from, I think, every allergy that you can suffer from. Mm-hmm. And it looks just terrible. It's not as bad as you think. I've had worse. Like gout. <laughs> You've suffered from gout? No, I could imagine gout. I, okay. I thought I had gout, but I didn't. <laughs> I just had a sore foot. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, this week we are covering... Yeah, we're not here to talk about allergies. Yeah, yeah. true, true, true. Thanks for... though. So, yeah. Anybody out there suffering from allergies? Shout out. out I feel you. your pain. Yeah. I got you. Zyrtec. Zyrt- my, all my Zyrtec homies. All my Claritin D homies. Oh, buy the uh, generic. Uh, yeah, Please for tell sure. Me you're buying for the sure, generic. buy the generic. You fucking <laughs> Unless you're rich, idiots. then go ahead and buy the yeah. name brand, I guess. They, oh, Claritin is not a variant. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so back to the comic books we're covering. Hard Case, which is a crime uh, imprint. imprint on Titan Comics. Titan, Titan comics um, called Gun Honey, which uh, got a lot of hype. We'll talk, we're excited to talk about it. And then we're talk, covering a DC book mm-hmm. called Deathstroke Inc., which Deathstroke's back. You thought he was dead, mm-hmm. but he ain't. Shocker. And uh, now he's got his whole book in the book. Surprising. Ain't bad. So we'll get into it. <laughs> so says you. Yeah. Oh, hot takes coming out already. Um, let's hit him off with the news. Let's let's bust some news on him. So this is a comic book podcast where we occasionally talk about news. Did you know there is a comic book that got almost instantly supported on Kickstarter called The Motherfucking Fucker? (laughs) (laughs) We have to start a Kickstarter. Come on. It's that easy now to get funded. Who's it by? It's a wrestling romance at its finest. Um... I wasn't familiar with the author, actually. Okay, but it got funded super quickly. <laughs> and the artwork looks cool. And I think, like, I just want to shout out a book called The Motherfucking Fucker, mm-hmm. and that it's a wrestling book, and yeah. you, more power to him. Mm-hmm. So that's my big uh, news hit there. When you say the art look, artwork looks cool, do you mean shitty? Uh, oh, because I like shitty artwork? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks like neon. Okay. Yeah, when like I say artwork, neon. when I say artwork looks cool, it either is colored in neon or it yeah. is drawn shittily, or it looks like a dog drew it. Yeah, who's right. the guy who did that GI Joe book that you really like? Oh, I, the Copra book. Yes. Yeah, I forgot his name. I fucking love that guy. Is it Michael Fife? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't with his artwork. <laughs> it and looks you like, like love it. I do love it. It, lo- it looks like a teenager made a zine it looks like a paper doll book yeah like everything's like 2d <laughs> right it's like they have no form for dimension do you guys see kelly thompson launched uh two comic books on substack oh, oh, dang it that sound they sound kind of cool just by the the titles alone uh-huh. one is called black cloak okay. and one is called the call 
I don't know how to read comic books on Substack. Neither does Substack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for her. I know that you know when they get those deals, they get buku bucks. So when I see an author I like release stuff on Substack, like that's rad. Like good for them. But I just don't know how uh, me as like a consumer and a comic book fan are supposed to get amped up about this unless there, there's going to be printed editions of it sometime soon. But I mean, it's just like give I me a will. Break. I will just sit down and read a Kelly Thompson. Yeah, I'll read Black Widow again. Yeah, book on my on my phone. If I can't read it that well and I have to scroll around, I'll just it'll be like a little video game inside of a com or a comic book. So I've subscribed to a lot of like the free Substacks that they offer. That like the newsletter portion are just like this is the free part. Yeah, and it's a lot of stuff for the free. Oh, I know emails I, I get, and it's mostly written by like interns they've hired to write stuff out. But I get them every day, and they're kind of fucking annoying. The now. stuff I get from like Ed Brisson, I'm like, what would you give me if I actually paid you? Because this this shit's good. Baby. I know, like, like James Tunyon's are huge. Yeah, and then like Scotty Young's pretty decent, and then uh, Donnie Cates and uh, Stegman they have theirs, which is like eight fucking pages. I'm just like, what am I gonna get for seven dollars then if this is the free yeah, stuff? You're robbing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> really, you're really blowing your wad for free. Yeah, Kelly Thompson's writing like really long, thoughtful pieces here that are just part of like the free newsletter. Just cool. As a person who enjoys letters to the editor better than actual comics, <laughs> Substack is really my my uh, bag. Yeah. You're in an <laughs> overwhelming <knew>? minority. <laughs> uh, the other bit of news I have for you. Did you realize that the fifth week of the month is a slow week for comics? Is that like universally known or is that just yeah, think something about it. you've noticed the, yeah the, yeah take two two fucking seconds and just like use your brain to yeah, think about it just fucking think about it um <laughs> no no when you think about if a wednesday if, if there's a month that has a fifth wednesday uh-huh. it gets everything off the order because you know you can plan for four but when there's the five you have to like fill it in a weird way so that's why the fifth wednesdays are always super slow okay right you're so. telling me that DC didn't know that Deathstroke Incorporated was going to be on the fifth week, the fifth Wednesday they, of the month? They may have known. Yeah, I think they planned that. And so there was, and you know, no shit on this uh, publisher, but there was four scalp number ones that we skipped over <laughs> <laughs> to cover uh, this book. And, and it was just a normal Wednesday for them. Yeah. And a behemoth. Yeah. Scout and behemoth. They're just like, oh, fuck, I don't even give a shit. Just put it out. <laughs> so the napkin, sure. Go, 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 go. Yeah. What else do we got? So uh, that's my that's my big news for you. Fifth week, kind of slow, but not slow for us because I don't hate Deathstroke. You guys may. That'll be a fun conversation then. Let's yeah. get into Let's it. Let's get into Deathstroke then. Yeah. Okay. Deathstroke Incorporated is the name of this new book. And in this we find you by, may by Williamson and Porter, just so you, everyone knows. We give proper props to the creative team. By Josh Williamson, which is important because he's gonna be writing Batman. Batman, he wrote a fuck ton of Flash recently. And Robin and so anything that happens here could go mainline DC, and it probably will. Um, sure. So it has the potential to be big, big, big stuff. So if you are sleeping on fifth week Wednesday, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get more audience members. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're a complete imbecile. You may have thought Deathstroke was dead. Um, you may not have cared. You may have thought he was Deadpool. Just I, old I, man Deadpool. I don't know anything about Deathstroke. And it showed because when I read this comic, I didn't know what was happening. And why it was happening, and why there were so many acronyms in this book. Okay, so trust 
is a new thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, you didn't have to know that acronym. Basics of this book is Deathstroke was a bad guy. Maybe you only know him from uh, the video game. Uh, oh, Batman Arkham Knights or no, whatever? No, the, the one where you fight each other a lot. Injustice? Uh, Injustice. Okay. Maybe you only know him there because he's a pretty strong character. Uh-huh, sure. Um, but he's a bad guy. He's a bad, bad. Mm-hmm. And here he's doing good work and he's doing really good work mm-hmm. for an organization <laughs> called Trust. <laughs> he's doing good work he's and doing he's doing really, really good work. Really good work. <laughs> With uh, Black Canary, who can scream. <laughs> what is this review right now? That's the essence of this issue, though. Can you doubt it? Black Canary, bit of a screamer. Very powerful screams. Can take down things with her screams. She's loud. She is loud. Uh, the one place you'll never find Black Canary, a library. Because um, like, she cannot keep her voice down. Or one of those like uh, tanks where you go underwater and it's everything's quiet. Submarine? <laughs> yes. You're talking about a submarine? <laughs> sinking casket. <laughs> yeah, the old sinking casket. So anyway, Black Canary yeah. and Deathstroke are running amok. And they are... Uh, they're not really running amok, though. They're on a mission. <laughs> it's like they're trying like, to uproot Hive. Yeah. Which, hive. which is like a hive mind of bees. Bees. That have taken over a town by infesting human bodies. Which so was it, a cool visual. Yeah. They're just using bodies as like suits. And <laughs> So imagine you're, you're looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and you've got your skin and eyeballs but, but you're a bee. Instead of <laughs> instead of bones, you have, and guts and a you soul. Have tons of bees moving in unison. To, if you're on acid right now, pause it because <laughs> we're about to give you the worst freak out ever. You're not uh, made of bees. And so I did kind of like the like devil may care sort of like attitude where like everyone's being kind of weird here. Let's shoot them all and just see if they're bees. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and the hell they were. <laughs> He just pulls out a Gatling gun and starts killing, <laughs> literally killing everybody. I love, I love the fact too that they were like they've they've roped some Batman characters into this or Batman universe characters, and they're talking about using different like Wayne Corp tech mm-hmm. throughout this and all the crazy things they could take advantage of, and then Deathstroke is like. Uh, how about this for tech? A big gun. <laughs> it just like shoots a bunch of people. I was like, okay, he's so like, cutting the bullshit and getting straight to business. That's like, the third part of trust that we didn't get into is Toymaker 2.0. Mm-hmm. Toymaker was a previous character yeah. and has now come back through, I guess, like Infinite Justice or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he just uses gadgets and like drone strikes and things like that, mm-hmm. but is using a lot of Batman tech. Right. Um, Which is kind of... Uh, interwoven into the future state story we got, uh, I would say earlier in the year. So it's all, uh, I, I really do appreciate what DC is doing with kind of making all of their shit stay in some kind of timeline right now. Like they're really referencing previous stories and new stories. So I, I, I do want to give them some kudos real quick, but, um, as far as it being coherent for me. Uh, it, it, it was on shaky ground. Like, I knew who Black Canary was. I'm not a huge Deathstroke. <laughs> You're not a Deathstroke head? No, not really. You're not stroking it? No. And, like, several acronym organizations being thrown into this without them making, like, a joke out of it. Yeah. Like, you, I was okay, kind of waiting you, for a punchline to come. So they're working for an organization called Trust. What do you think Trust stands for? Uh, Tiny Roses Understand Simple Toys. 
it's always good when we, when we make acronym jokes, I think. Yeah, like they flow super well. Yeah. What does it mean? It's Transparent Researchers United for Strategy and Technology. Okay. <laughs> this is why we don't use acronyms in real life. <laughs> yeah, kind of lame a little bit. I'm still not sure if the, there was a speech at the end from one of the trust people that was like supposed to be like, what we're really up to. And then I was like, are they still good guys? Though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, so that didn't really seem like I got like a reveal. Of... So I think what they revealed, because it took me a minute too. Yeah. Is they're going to constantly make trust, uh-huh. go after bad guys, mm-hmm. capture them yep. and try to get them to join trust. And if they don't, they just get arrested, which is kind of like okay, Suicide Squad. It's like, you're not that bad then. Yeah. Like, and it was like, who do we pick next? And it's like, so you kind of just. Like, yeah, well, I mean, because they're not working for the greater good, they're working for trust's interests. So basically, they're going around um, and picking random villains, and they're like, well, if you won't work for trust, then we'll just, you know, you're, you're just being held here for whatever reason. But we didn't, we never got, like, any sort of end game. Like, does trust want, like, to take over the world? I would assume because some as kind as of domination. Ta- yeah, as long as they're just taking down bad guys, like, who cares if they recruit more bad guys towards their cause and turn them into good guys? Yeah. Yeah, we don't know their end game, though, but Black Canary wants to find out, and that's her driving force. Yeah. However, Deathstroke's driving force is the same narrative uh, c- construct as the movie Bucket List. Uh, is that with Morgan Freeman? Yes, I believe so. Is he dying? He is dying. And no, he has... he's not, though. He said he was joking. Oh, I thought Deathstroke was dying. No, he made not. a joke. He's not actually yeah, dying. Yeah, he goes, he goes, I'm dying. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually, I've never been healthier. <laughs> okay, cool. You I skipped fell, the panel. I fell he, for it. I didn't yeah. skip it, but I just read it wrong. Deathstroke's not dying. He just wants to do good. He wants to make good in his life. Yeah, I think he, he kind of uh, went on this uh, monologue of just like, I've played the good side. I've played the bad side. Like... I've never really stuck to, you know, the good side long enough. So I want to just give it the old college try and see what happens where it's just like, okay, well, it's kind of, I mean, you're going to go back to the bad side anyway. So what does it It's kind of like a guy who's like, yeah, I've done it. I've done some of the other stuff. I've had missionary sex. Now I'm going brown town. I'm going to eat ass. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's just like that. I got to eat ass, I guess, before I die. (laughs) All the kids are doing it. (laughs) I would never do that. Ever. No offense <laughs> to all our ass eaters out there. I mean, it's 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 just what you do when you've done it all. I mean, <laughs> I'd give it a shot. It's in so many rap songs that you're just like, are people really doing this? Yeah. Oh, Is yeah. Is it that commonplace? Yeah. And do you like douche your ass before you do it? No, so it just tastes like chocolate sauce. No. So you know, there's a cleaning process to it. I would hope so. Yeah. Sometimes no. there isn't. Sometimes, I mean, if that's what you're into. Sometimes, sometimes. sometimes you're just into the feces and you just go for it. There's no way that's part of this. The, the feces is not part of it. There's no feces included. How did this get into this area right now? <laughs> I'm just saying the amount of prep work to do like this kink mm-hmm. is a lot of work. Yeah. Well, people are, people are, dedi- are dedicated, dedicated to, to their pleasures. Yeah. Yeah. Deathstroke. We should ask him. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't even 69. I don't want my nose down there, <laughs> let alone my tongue. I straight up just gobble ass. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I've never 
had an unexpected pre- pregnancy. <laughs> no sex, no boner, just me. Just me, chowing down me, on some b-hole. Me tongue ass. Just a napkin <laughs> tied around my neck and a fork and a knife, and I'll just... Uh, nom, 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 nom. I straight up stopped eating. <laughs> I'm on an all-ass diet. I get diet. all my nutrients from that. I'm a human centipede. I don't have to be strapped to it. Yeah. I just have all my lovers just eating green beans and tofu. <laughs> I'm actually vegan now. <laughs> Um, all right, that's uh, a fun yep. little segment. Those are some BH jokes. <laughs> Man, I can't, can't wait to see, A, who edits this, and B, how much actually makes it. <laughs> Not it. It's me. Uh, all right. And into gun honey. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love that transition. Okay, well... <laughs> That was a tire fire. Let's move on to the next there's tire not, fire. I, I don't think there's a lot to say about Deathstroke Inc. Like honestly, and no. I love Joshua Williamson and the Robin book right now is one of my favorite superhero titles. So I'm excited for him to do um, Batman. If I wasn't familiar with him, and I read Deathstroke Inc. and knew he was coming to do Batman, I would be a little worried. But since I've I know his other body of work, like I'm I'm fine. I feel confident. He's an awesome fucking writer. Sure. I think there was just something with this character. I it's think like it's not a, for I me. didn't hate this book. I thought it was like high level action. Like it was on, almost like Point Break. Like it just was like kind of like epically crazy at, at some points. Sure. And, and and it wasn't like Deadpool crazy. It was just like fun action, which I kind of like. Well, Deathstroke isn't really like a Deadpool sort of character. Yeah, he's not like fourth ball breaking or zany. But I just like hate his goatee and he just looks like a piece of shit and I never identified with yeah, him. Uh, DC's grumpiest character, I think is how they build him. <laughs> is it? That's funny. Are people into grumpy? Like as a thing? Like as a dwarf, I guess? <laughs> like um, do people stand grumpy? <laughs> yeah, I'm grump core. Uh, actually, you know what? There is like people who are just like... Uh, lean into like, oh, I'm just an asshole. Well, yeah, that, that's my that's uh, my personality. I'm, I'm an a asshole. real. Some people say I'm a real softy, but I put out an asshole vibe. Yeah, like those people probably like love grumpy. The I just say what's on my mind. Fuck you if you say that. If you ever say that phrase, fuck you. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a filter. You know what I mean? I just. I don't have a filter. Yeah, I. I just gotta say it. Yeah, <laughs> just being honest. Um, all right, let's get the gun, honey. Gun Honey is on, as we mentioned, Titan Comics, their imprint, Hard Case, which it, I didn't know this, but Stephen King, big fan of Hard Case. Huge fan. Huge fan. He, he loves the crime that, that happens in Hard Case, apparently. His quote is on there. Somehow they, they, they got his, they went to the home of Stephen King and they <laughs> said, give, give me a quote. And he said, fine, you've made it all this way. Well, and Titan bought some like old crime noir books that they kind of reinvigorated mm-hmm. as a part of this. So they brought over some like dudes in their 60s and 70s who've been reading crime noir comics forever. Mm-hmm. Like Miss Tree is one of those things and that's still a hard case book. So they've kind of got a built-in old head audience with this. So the author of this is a crime writing novelist. Yes. And and, he co- and the co-author writes like um, Korean nonfiction actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, about Korean fac- fashion and things like that. So that's one aspect about this book that we have. Uh, basically Black Widow character who is a gun dealer. This book had hype because it's already in production for a show. 
Um, it's kind of a short run series. People kind of like these. Like it's like almost the Ed Brubaker B team. Totally. Like yeah. uh, like if you want to get your fix over there. So this was, you know, it it probably had the most hyped. It was the most hyped independent book. Yeah, and um, it was actually uh, helped out with the spec world because it's actually already going to its third printing, if you can believe it. Because Adam oh. Hughes did a pretty sultry cover that people are going ape shit over. Which y- you ordered. I did order it because I love Adam Hughes. I think he's an amazing artist. I, I just want to, since the audience didn't get to hear this conversation, we can kind of redo it. Um, that book has nipple on it. And then you say... Yeah, I said I didn't see any nipple because... I wasn't looking for it. Oh, okay. BS. And then I zoomed in. And <laughs> hey, what's this? This is my fucking BS detector. Oh, no. Is it going off? <laughs> Big time. Oh, shit. Well, I'll say this. It's the, it wasn't as explicit as some of the uh, <laughs> sexy covers we've been seeing come out of Vault lately. It's a good point, actually. This book was hornier than it needed to be. Like, I get the fact that well think of the audience though these crime caper books are like classically camp but it it was a little over the top mm-hmm. i didn't like it took me out of the story which was otherwise good i would agree with that actually i, I and i get that like part of the her danger and part of like the con that she sets up is that she's so sexy that it gets her into places mm-hmm. And I, I understand that part, but in the next scene... I've lived that part. <laughs> sure, sure. In the next scene, when she's basically having, like, a business meeting, like, she doesn't need uh, a blouse that, like, somehow has a deep enough V to show her belly button. It was just like, what is this shirt? I'm like, who would buy this? It's called fashion, Grandpa. It's, like, so insane. It was like, yeah, maybe cool in, like, the... In like 1991, like no one would wear anything like that. Now. I'm I'm always using my good looks in meetings to get deals done. So I, I relate to that. yeah. So you see yourself as kind of like a gun honey. Like you really related to yeah this yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. yeah, but her her thing is that she like she doesn't look like a super spy. She's got great uh, skills. She goes in and she plants the things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if she strictly plants the things, or she's just good about like getting things to people. Yeah, she's a gun smuggler. She's like uh, Nick Cage from Warmonger. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you're right though. Yeah. Like someone needs a weapon, she knows how to get it into places. Yeah. So she, yeah, she's a gunsmith, or not a gunsmith. The the start of the book is is great. You're when you realize like mm-hmm. what's happening and how she's incorporated. Yeah, like that's that's a really. I fun actually movie like call. really enjoyed the book, except for the sex stuff. And then actually, I didn't like the okay. We've established her now as the hero, and she's gonna go in and start working for us. I liked all the like mystery of who she was before we yeah. got to that point. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's a four part limited series, which I'm kind of like. Okay, fine. Like, I don't... Like, what can they get done in four issues? Here's the thing. This... It, it, no one gives a fuck. It, nobody cares because it's like... I, you read this and you're like, this would be a cool show. Mm-hmm. Like, I would watch this show. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- if this is on TNT, I'm watching it. Totally, yeah. <laughs> right, it's like TBS. F- F- FX. No way. N- yeah. Not on TBS. It's not very funny. If it's in TNT it, right after Longmire. <laughs> this is like the shit you watch. FX for sure is Hell yeah. auto-watch. Your dad is going to watch Gun Honey. Oh, for sure, yeah. 
Your your dad's gonna secret jack off at night to gun honey. Yeah, I wish my wife was fucking gun honey. <laughs> secret jack off at night. I can't wait to secret jack off later. I can't wait till my wife falls <laughs> like, asleep. Like it's normally not a secret. Like I'm gonna make a show of it. I'm going to close the door so they don't know what I'm doing. All right, babe, I'm heading downstairs to jerk off for five. Some couples have. A, I get the JC Biddies catalog. Oh some some couples have a thing where it's like you have to tell them. <laughs> Really? I, I could probably see that. I think there's, there's like a, an agreement. Just like, yeah, if you do I it, let me know. Do. I don't know that that's so true. So I can but keep I it in our log. Kind of me. Yeah. <laughs> You're going Daddy. down again? This is your fourth time this week. <laughs> Daddy jacked off the gun honey again. <laughs> At 2 p.m. on a Thursday. <laughs> oh, boy. That's just not enough to do. <laughs> Idle hands are tools of the devil. Brought it to work. Yeah. Get a lunch break. Get a lunch break. It, Saved it is, on my phone. In his lunch pail, no food, just a tattered copy of Gun Honey. I, I worked with a guy once that he-, he would, In a jar, collect his drop-ins. He would watch a full movie on his lunch break. What? Say that again? He, would, he had like a really giant-ass Samsung phone, and he would be like, my lunch break is a movie. And I was like, I'm not sure you get an hour and 20. And he was like, I do. <laughs> he'd go I'm to not his, going back to work. He'd go to his pickup truck. Dave does. Go to his pickup truck, fire up, you know. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. And eat that bologna Watch sandwich. it into its entirety, go back to work. He had a great existence. <laughs> I, would, I, would have, I would have a real hard time going back to work after that. <laughs> I was like, you, well, after my matinee, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> that sounds awful, honestly. Yeah. Watching a movie in your fucking truck. At that point, just go home. <laughs> yeah, get a new job. Or don't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just be a, a, a... I work so that I have limited time to, to watch my <laughs> movies, and I the one I get a month, I really enjoy. What movie have you watched this month? Um, no, what did I watch? Uh, rec- oh, you know, I would love to tell you the movies I watched recently. You hit me. Watched Alien. The original. Yeah, I didn't okay. say aliens. Bitch. Okay, go on. <laughs> and a wonderful masterpiece of a movie. I think it might be the best movie ever made. Still holds up good. Then Hellraiser, did you know, is uh, coming out on a show. It's a show now? It's going to be a show. Uh, on what? And I don't know. I, I'm not I assume totally HBO. Sure Your wife platform. was just telling me about this, yeah. that it was HBO. But I don't know where it is. So Mike and I watched Hellraiser, the first one. And? It's mostly a softcore porn of which there wasn't much nudity. There was a lot of like <laughs> sexing, but I, there wasn't like straight nudity, which is a little bit odd. A lot of twelve-year-old uh, me could have made it work. A lot no, of yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't call it softcore. Yeah, there's like a we. It's, it's sex. It's there's a, a lot of sex. It's there's a horny vibe for how many people are like don't have skin. <laughs> okay, there's also this weird thing where like. The, people grab boobs and they start bleeding. Yes. Like that kept happening. Do you know the premise of Hellraiser? Can I tell you my first experience? <laughs> yes, I want to hear that. Can okay. I tell you my first experience of Hellraiser and how I knew it wasn't a movie for me? <laughs> I was a kid and I saw the Todd McFarlane Hellraiser action figures. Yeah. And I said, no, thank you. A pinhead? Th- this is in live action? No, like every one of the yeah. demons yeah, yeah, yeah. had their own toy. And I was like, absolutely hey, okay. no. First of all, good job knowing there's multiple demons. That that was way more than Mike and I knew before we went into yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We went in so blind. <laughs> we knew, I was like, where the fuck is Pinhead? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like Jason like, I throughout thought he was the too. entire movie. Yeah. So the premise is essentially there's a box. Uh, that's yeah, like Pandora's box. Yes. It, 
Greg, do you know more about Hellraiser? Than- uh, no, seriously, like, I did. I haven't watched it, but I've looked up the but Wikipedia. I have <laughs> no, I'll, seriously, the Wikipedia and like all the images on Google. I'll look at it and I'm like, I can't watch this. Okay, There's no fucking way. So it's literally they play with the box and like they have to die. It's or they have to like be tortured so much that it's pleasurable. <laughs> I think is the. Am I getting that right? Can I have a question? I have a question. Did <laughs> yeah. you watch the movie? Uh, we did. Yeah, we definitely watched it. We were organizing comics. Oh, there you go. Um. But, like, it's also not a movie you just sit and watch. Like, you have to be doing something else. These toys aren't cheap. Skinless Julius, 45 bucks. Well, I mean... They're, they're classics. Gone, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a couple of things about Hellraiser if you're going to watch it. Pinhead, not the main character, just a character. But maybe the most iconic. I mean, you would assume he is, like, the lead character with how much he is a part of the branding. Maybe he becomes more... I think he might be the leader of the demons, but he's not in the movie much. Sure. If at all. I mean... Well, he's like he's like the final boss. He yeah. comes in at the end. He maybe gets like, I would say, five minutes tops of screen time. Now, okay, so are they demons from hell? I believe so. Only, I only know this because of the word hell razor. Yeah, they at a minimum fuck with hell. Yeah, they so, definitely fuck So with they're hell. from the realm of hell. So there is like... A devil character. They're uh, not like devil. They're like demons of There torture. was no devil, right? They are no, the... They but are, like a devil exists. Their whole thing is like embracing pleasure and pa- like in pain yeah. or something. So you seek them out. Yeah. Once you open the box, it's like the key for them to find you and make you part of this like... Collective. It's like feeling the most extreme pleasure pain you've ever felt. And so they basically like rip your skin off, do awful things to you. Guess how many movies there are in the Hellraiser? Um, I think there's like six. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They're, so the first one was just pretty fucking cool to see how they handled all the practical effects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Adam, yeah. for Just for anything, it's worth a watch just for that. So much goo and glob yes. and blood blob things being played in reverse that yeah. like make it look like skin and flesh is like forming onto like things Ugh. it was really cool it was cool yeah so but 10 you need 10 of them i'm here to, i'm here for all of them yeah we're gonna I, watch all of them i actually this seems like such a fun thing to like see the outtakes and photos of them like hanging out on set yeah. <laughs> just like people torn apart and they're just like shooting the shit is there a blooper reel <laughs> So, yeah, maybe I'm sure there's a Hellraiser comic. Oh, there is. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Okay. So this is mostly a review of Hellraiser, but, you know, two other books. Gun Honey is here because of the spec. Right. That's why we're covering it. I never would have bought this book. Right. It's the fifth week. Yeah. It is option for a TV show and an Adam Hughes cover that blew the fucking doors off. Yeah. That that is in its third printing. On the the day it came out. Totally. That's how you know this is a spec-fueled book. That's cool. Hey, man. <laughs> comics, man. Dude, comics, bro. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the fifth week lull. First Issue Club is brought to you by Boulevard Brewing Company via Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Our music is courtesy of the fine folks at Primary Color Music. You can find, friend, and follow us on social media at First Issue Club or firstissueclub.com. 
You can support First Issue Club by joining us on our Patreon for additional content at patreon.com slash first issue club. 